so, you're a business owner dedicated to the significant and sustainable growth of both you and your business. Welcome to the Add a Zero podcast. In today's episode, I want to do something completely different. Every week, we invite a group of SME business owners just like you to join us for a live and interactive Zoom session called the Add a Zero Scale Up Sessions. Every week, I take a copy of the Add a Zero book, The Ultimate Guide to Sustainable Scale, Establishing Basecamp, and whoever's first in the room, I invite them to choose a page from the book. I literally hold the book up to the camera and as I skim through the pages, simply tell, ask them to say, stop at whatever page that they choose to, to stop on. I'm going to do that now just to give an example. We'll just skim through the book, stop. And on, we're on pages 72 and 73. Now, all I do then is I quickly take a note of what it says on page 72 and 73. On this occasion, it starts at the very top. What is a mission statement? And they will take a very brief discussion with regards to what a mission statement is and why it's important and how to create one. And then we'll open the microphones up and invite people to have a conversation and ask questions around creating a mission statement, why you need one, the value of one, how to get started. We'll have an open discussion on the importance of that particular subject. By the end of the call, everyone's got a good understanding of not only where they sit in this particular subject, but where other people sit and a consensus of what the thoughts and ideas are and an agreement of what we're likely to do as a result of that. And then people move on and, and go on to apply all it is that they've learnt on the session. And the following week, we invite more people to come onto the call and we'll skim through the pages again and we'll pick another page and we'll do the whole thing again. And the benefit is, is it's all free. This is all part of our mission and our mission statements to, to be able to spread this message and to help a million business owners. So without further ado, let's have a quick look at page 72. It says, what is a mission statement? With all this talk of a vision statement, in the previous pages we've just discussed vision statements, we could become either complacent or confused about the need or purpose of a mission statement. A mission statement is a sentence describing a company's function, markets and competitive, competitive advantages. A short written statement of your business goals and philosophies. And then it goes on to talk about why you have a mission statement, the values of having one, the importance of having one. And it goes on to talk about what's a good mission statement, what's a bad mission statement and, and how to get started with a step-by-step -step guide. So I just want to quickly briefly share that with you and then we'll, we'll talk about mission statements and the, the value of them. It says here how to write a great mission statement. Over the decades I've spent reading, writing and evaluating business plans, I've come up with a process for developing a good mission statement and it boils down to five steps. Number one, start with a market defining story. 
You don't have to write the entire story, it's not included in the mission statement, but think it through because it will guide how you write your mission statement. And then it talks about good um, stories and bad stories and the, the benefits of being able to have a story and what it might mean to you and the business. Number two, define what your business does for its customers. Start your mission statement with the good that you do. Use your market-defining storage to check out whatever it is that makes your business special for your target customer. And then it goes on to give some examples of, of Apple. Apple revolutionises personal technology with the introduction of the Macintosh in 1984. Today, Apple leads the world in innovation with iPhone, iMac, Mac, Apple Watch and Apple TV. And then it goes on to talk about their mission statement. Number three, define what your business does for its employees. Profitable businesses are good for their employees too, or they simply don't last. They don't last the, and stand the test of time. Keeping employees is better for the bottom line than turnover. Company culture matters massively, and rewarding motivated people, motivated people really matters also. So it talks about defining your business by what it does for its people also. Number four, add what the business does for its owners. In business schools, it's taught that management's mission is to enhance the stock value and shares of stock are ownership. Some would say that a business exists to enrich its owner's financial position. And maybe that's true. However, only a small subset of all companies is about the business buzzwords of share value and return on investment. In the early years of my first business, I wanted to grow more than peace of mind about cash flow. I wanted growth really to be something that gave me peace of mind as opposed to worrying about how much cash there was in the bank. I wanted to be able to know that everything was covered and I could come to work and feel comfortable and safe and, and the business was going somewhere as opposed to exactly what the how many zeros and digits there were at the end of the month of the net profit. So I wrote that into my mission statement. And at one point I realised I was also building a business. That there was a place that I was happy to be working with people I wanted to be working with. So I, I wrote that into the place also. I said, if I'm going to spend so much time and effort here and, and energy here, I want to enjoy that and I want other people to enjoy it also. So the mission had to be that we created a good place of work to be at work that subsequently other people felt that also. And then finally, and this is probably the most key and important message, discuss, digest, cut, polish, review, revise. It's all about being able to understand that a mission statement isn't a one-person statement. A mission statement is devised by its people. Whilst there are some things in business that have to come from the top down, a mission statement pretty much evolves from, from the bottom up. It has to come from, from all stakeholders within the business. Everyone has to have an ownership of what it is that they, they're aiming to achieve. And that collectively we can come up with a statement that excites us all to get out of bed early in the morning and, and go home late at night and not worry about what time it is or lunch breaks. We want to be able to create a mission statement that's so compelling that you feel you feel energised to be part of something. You want to be part of the revolution as opposed to, well, I come to work and I get my job done and I get paid on a Friday. 
it's, it's just not motivating. It's not going to be able to inspire people to, to be more, to do more. And with that in mind, I wanted to very briefly share with you our mission statement and how we came about evolving that statement and why it means so much to us as a business, why it means so much to us as employees and employers, and why it means so much to our clients, our stakeholders, but also to you as a listener and what your role plays in our mission. So first of all, our mission statement to the outside world for a long, long time now, for, for the last four years at least, when we first wrote this was back in 2017, um, and it said, our mission is to support a million small business owners to add a zeros to their business. Now, that sounds quite compelling. There's, there's a lot of energy in that. There's, there's a lot of consideration that's gone into that statement. Our mission is to support a million business owners, a million SME business owners, to not just grow, but scale sufficiently to add a zero to their business. But the next question is why a million and why a zero? Well, that goes back to the revelation that we had when we first applied the add a zero methodology that at the time wasn't even called add a zero it was simply called growing methodology it was it was a it was a working title that simply said we want to help sme business owners not to fail if, if you recall from one of the one of the recent podcasts that we've recently published um, talking about the difference between a business success blueprint and a blueprint that simply prevents you from failing they always say that success leaves clues and, and failure leaves just as many clues, if not even more clues. And yet so many people seem to be so wrapped up in this idea of what success is that they keep chasing this, this success blueprint without any recollection or understanding or acknowledgement that you're possibly chasing somebody else's success and you may well have to be shoehorning your business and your idea and your processes and your concepts into somebody else's plan in order for their business success blueprints to work in your business. And don't get me wrong, there are some people who are able to do that, some people who are willing to do that, some people who want to do that. But I don't necessarily see that as the solutions to to every business problems to say well well we're doing really well in our industry so simply follow what we do completely and you might get something like the same results that we get even if you're in a different business in a different sector in a different industry with different clients and different needs and it for me it just didn't compute it didn't make sense so i didn't want to follow down that model instead i simply said if if success leaves clues then surely failure leaves clues and if if we can learn from other people's failures so as not to make the same mistakes that they did then surely it's going to give me more confidence to be able to do what it is that I want to do in my way in the way that I authentically want to run my business without the fear of making mistakes along the way that could potentially derail the progress that we made if I could learn from other people, for those of you who are listening in the UK, what I want you to do is I want you to almost stop the podcast right now or at least press pause and reach into your pocket for some change and find a £2 coin. 
and then read what's engraved around the edge of the two pound coin. I'll give you minutes to find that and for those of you who haven't got a two pound coin in your pocket or are listing from further afield and don't have sterling um, available to you, I'll share that before the end of today's podcast. But for now, let's just talk about um, mission and, and why we set a million people. When we were doing this beta test, when we were testing the, the methodology that we'd come up with, this, this how not to fail methodology, we, we tested it with 12 different businesses. And I'd love to say that we tested it with, with six product and six service. And the simple fact is, there wasn't six product-based businesses that we already had a good long-standing relationship with that we could approach and, and test this model with. So the reality is that whilst I would love to have said that we tested this equally with service and product, the reality is that we tested it with, with nine service-based businesses and, and three product-based businesses. However, uh, we did test this thoroughly. We, we, we ensured that we... Uh, we implemented all of the content of our methodology or our eight step holistic methodology of looking at businesses and how to scale, how to move from growth into scale and, and to really exemplify everything the business has to offer. So people aren't comparing you on price, but simply on quality or time of delivery. And we worked with these eight business owners for at least 12 months. It went into 13 months of implementing and asking and learning and monitoring and observing all it was that they were doing prior to his involvement and then subsequently the the differences that we made or the the, the changes that we made in that business in all eight elements of the Adazeria methodology and then subsequently measured the impact that that had on the business not just directly there and then but over a 12-month period we wanted to be able to identify what had happened for 12 months prior to our engagement what happened during the 12 months of our engagement and the 12 months post-engagement so we could get a good understanding of the implications and the impact the change had had within their business. And it was only when we started to see the significant size and scale to which they started to accelerate directly after implementing some of the things that we put in place. Like I say, Eight of those 12 went on to be national finalists uh, in a national entrepreneur competition um, based on the speed of growth and the diversity of where they've now got to. And some of that, in fact, most of that was as a direct result of some of the content that we'd shared with them and the, that they then subsequently implemented and seen the benefit, benefit within their business. So we knew that there was, there was something really quite profound about what we'd stumbled across and tested and, and, and then started to implement with these clients. Like I say, we hadn't really got a, a commercial title for it as of yet. It was just the let's not go broke, um, let's fix failure, um, almost as a working title uh, to be able to say, well, how do we eradicate risk so we can grow more confidently? And what we saw is, is, is lots, lots of people starting to grow more significantly, more sustainably, and more confidently as a business owner. So we knew that this model started to work. It had, it had already got the capacities to be able to support many businesses from de many different sectors and industries at very different stages of development when we first started working with them. But we knew that by implementing this, it was having a marked and sustainable change in the right direction. 
And it was then that we said, well, well, it needs a commercial title. It needs something that we can hang a hat on and call it. And it wasn't until one of them said, well, you've helped add a zeros to our business that all of a sudden the, the title almost, the, the ah, euphoric moment when those three words got pulled together and said, okay, well, well, that's it. If, we, if we've done it for you, let's see if we can do it for others. Now, if we just stop there for a second and, and dive back into mission statements and, and why we created it. At the time, there were around 986,000 people registered in the UK as unemployed and seeking work. 986,000 people, thereabouts. But there was also around 6 million SME registered businesses in the UK. And I figured that if we could take this message to about a sixth of the UK SME business community, around a million people, that was around the amount of people that were unemployed and seeking work, about 986,000 unemployed and seeking work. If we could help a million business owners to grow sufficiently add a zeros to the business, but ultimately, as they grow, it'll increase the need for, for new members of staff. If nothing else, if you want to be able to add a zeros to your business with the existing staff and framework and team that you've already got, then the chances are that you're going to at least want at least one more person on your books to be able to manage the amount of work that you no longer want to do so you can go and enjoy whatever it is that life has to offer because the business is now doing sufficiently well that you can take a sufficient income from it and a sizable income from it to be able to have the freedoms to go and do those things. Certainly I remember one of the test group, the beta test group, said, you know, for 15 years prior to us applying or working with him to apply the Zero methodology for 15 years he hadn't taken more than a thousand pound a month salary out of his own business every single month he took a thousand pound which was often the smallest salary across the entire team small team in which he employed but all of the rest of the money he reinvested back into the business to be able to help it grow and develop and this and he'd never ever taken more than a thousand pound salary out the business prior to the application of Add a Zero. And seven months into applying the methodology, he said to us, Jay, I've never earned as much money in my life. I don't know what to do with it. It was a great problem for Graham's to have. I recall that conversation really, really quite well, even though it was well, nearly five years ago now when we first started working with him. But if we could help a million business owners to grow sufficiently that the business was able to add a zeros to the turnover, then the chances are that they're going to have to take on at least one new member of staff as the business grows and develops. And that reminded me of something of a national campaign that the Federation of Small Businesses ran, ooh, 15, 20 years prior to that, when they had a national marketing campaign called Just Get One. Now, the FSB campaign was all based on if every existing member could introduce the FSB to one new member, to one new non-member, to, uh, to another 
local SME business owner who wasn't yet a member, if we could all attract one new member into the FSB, then over the period of the of the uh, of the marketing campaign over the period of that year, they could double in membership. But I liked the concept. If I could help an SME business owners to not only significantly and sustainably grow both them and their business and to add a zeros to the business, but in turn, if we could increase the staffing of that business by at least just get one new member of staff, then if we can support a million business owners to grow, we could also in turn create more jobs in the UK than there are unemployed people and as a result eradicate unemployment. Now I know that's a quite a long pause for a podcast but just think about that for a second. Just think if collectively we as small business owners could create enough wealth within our own business and enough demand that we could provide employment for everyone who wanted employment. If collectively we could create more jobs than there are unemployed people. Now for me, that was a mission. That was something that both I and my team could get behind and know that every single day as we wake up in the morning and before we go to bed at night, we can genuinely say, I've had a good day today because I, through the actions that I took, have enabled somebody to be able to grow sufficiently to be able to advertise for a new member of staff. That is exciting. That's worth waking up for and working hard for, as I've seen, as we've inspired our team, as we've mentioned the mission and driven it all the way through the business. Now, before we go much further, I want to briefly share two more things. First of all, having a mission statement isn't about writing it putting it on a poster and sticking it on a wall. A mission statement has to be created by the team, with the team, through the team, has to be believed by the team and then lived. It has to be something that is the heartbeat and the blood, of the pulse that the business is measured by. The mission statement needs to be an alive document that lives through everything that we do that whatever actions that we take or don't take can be attributed to how it is contributing towards our mission. And it's only once we've got a mission that excites everyone that we can start assigning how does our marketing align with our mission statement? How does our sales align with our mission statement? How does our customer service or our invoicing or our financing or our pricing, how does all of that contribute back towards our mission statement and once you can align all that you do in every sector of your business in every element of your business across the eight elements of the add a zero methodology then your mission statement becomes a living document it becomes part of who you are and what you're about it it becomes the thing that you can hang your hat on as opposed to this long garbled message about the features and benefits of every single product or service that you offer. Once we've got a mission statement, everything then depends on it and everything contributes to it. So that's the first reason. That's the first thing that I think is really important to be able to share, that once we create a mission statement, it has to be contributed to from, from the team, 
from everyone that's got a part to play in helping us to evolve and de develop that and to live it and to breathe it and to and to share it with people that they get excited also and between 2017 when we first wrote the mission statement and 2021 as i record this today things have changed somewhat the the the, um, the platform the the environment that we're now operating in has changed significantly in the last 12 months or so with with covid and lockdown for one we've seen sadly a rise in the amount of sme businesses that are no longer trading we've seen a number and a rise in the amount of businesses that have fallen by the wayside and unable to be able to manage the business I can't help but say I, I wish that Adazero had been available three, four years before the lockdown that we could have made more and more and more business owners more aware of the concepts and, and, and engaged with them to be able to at least interact and share some of the base camp principles with them that may have made the difference and they created the sustainability in the business to enable them to be able to ride the storm more than they have done. So not only has the amount of SME businesses um, depreciated in the last 12 months, although there's been many people start new businesses um, along, along the way, there's been many other um, business startups that um, have evolved over, over lockdown also. But the other thing is sadly the rise in unemployment. The amount of people that were furloughed or were, were laid off over the, the significant and lengthy lockdown periods that, that subsequently are no longer employees um, that they were before lockdown. There are more people now seeking on employment and wanting to get back into the next thing than there were in 2017 when we first launched this. So rather than me changing the mission statement and saying, you know, there's one, well, there's a sixth of the business SME community in the UK and 986,000. In, instead of trying to change the mission and saying, you know, what, what, we're going to have to take it to one and a half million people. The simple fact is we've just got to be able to support those million business owners that we made the first promise to, to be able to grow more that they take on a minimum of two members of staff each. And then we can still eradicate the unemployment problem in this year in this country. So if, if you're interested in learning more about how to significantly and sustainably, and that's the key here, I don't want to be able to help people to grow broke. I'll say that again. I don't want to help or have any input in helping people to grow broke. I'm interested in supporting business owners to significantly and sustainably grow both them and the business. Because I believe that the moment that we take on our first ever member of staff, that we also have an obligation to be able to turn that job into a career for them and to be able to help with career progression and help to have a growing business that they can evolve and grow into. I think everyone deserves the right to be able to evolve into a position, to be able to grow with it and to be able to help and develop and to, to not be in dead man's shoes. And as a business owner, we have the opportunity, we have the privilege to be able to create that for people. And collectively, it will be so much easier if we learn from each other, each other's successes and failures, 
that we could share good and bad and, and ugly, that collectively we are all better people for it. So that's, that, that's, that's the key message here, is to be able to have a mission that, as you can tell from the way I speak of it, is, is everything that we do, is, is what we believe in so significantly and sustainably, so, so incrementally, it's, it's embedded into who we are and what we now do, that anything that I do, recording this podcast right here and now, has to be aligned with the mission statements to be able to support a million people. And if it doesn't, stop doing it because you, you haven't got the time to do things that aren't contributing towards what it is that you've set out to achieve. So that was the, that was the key message. The other thing I wanted to very briefly share with you before we finish for today and invite you to be able to come to one of our free scale sessions. See for yourself as to the impact it can have on both you and your business is to talk very briefly about B1G1. Because I am so proud and humbled and privileged to say that we're also members of B1G1, the global giving community. And as a result of that, we've embedded within our business that not only are we going to support a million people in this country to be able to significantly and sustainably grow both them and themselves, to add a zeros to the business and to take on enough members of staff that collectively we can eradicate unemployment in this country. But for every single thing within our business, we've now aligned it with one of the B1G1 goals. Just as an example, for every time that someone writes a review or a testimonial on Google, we will gift 50 days of drinking water to underprivileged people who haven't got access to drinking water across the world. For every time we receive a testimonial, for every time we receive a, a, a referral or a recommendation from someone to, to, to come and work with us, we'll gift 100 days of drinking water. For every time that we sell an Add a Zero book, we gift 20 days of education to underprivileged children across the world. For every time somebody buys one of our coaching programmes, either our SAS Pathfinder or our Explorer Mastermind or our Summit Seeker, Every time someone makes a purchase from us, we gift something back through the B1G1 project to other people, other underprivileged people around the world, that they may benefit also by us being part of the B1G1 system. We've got to understand that being a business owner is a privilege, and with it comes responsibility. And one of those is to be able to have a mission that is so compelling that every time that you tell it to somebody, they get excited too. Can you imagine what it would take and what it would look like and, and what our communities would look like, what our world would look like if we could have such a compelling mission that every time you spoke about it, somebody got excited and somebody was positively impacted by you and your business? Whether you were sharing the message or working with somebody, or, or it doesn't matter what. If somebody, somewhere, can benefit from the fact that you are doing what you're doing right now, then that's a privilege and a responsibility that we can't shirk away from. And it starts from having that mission statement. So, if you'd like to come and join us, have a look in the show notes, and you'll see that there's a link to be able to come and join us on a Monday. Um, in the UK, it happens uh, in late afternoon, early evening. It lasts for about an hour. I can't say an hour directly because I've never, ever, ever finished on time yet. Um, but it starts at about 6pm UK time, GMT. It goes on for about an hour. It's on Zoom. 
Um, it's not a Zoom webinar, it's a very interactive experience. We invite you to come along and, and be part of that and to see for yourself what Zero could do for you and your business. And we invite you to come along. It's free to attend, there's no, there's no uh, ulterior motives. We simply want to be able to share this message with as many people as possible. So if you're a business owner or if you know someone that you think may benefit from coming along and, and just listening and learning and, uh, and experiencing what Zero could do for them in their business, click on the link in the show notes and we'd look forward to seeing you on Monday, any Monday. Um, other than bank holidays in the UK, there's only eight in the UK, um, but I do tend to take the bank holidays off. Um, but on a Monday in the evening, late afternoon, early evening in the UK, um, there's, there's a click on the link if you need to check the time zone at wherever it is in the world that you are and you want to come along. But you'd be more than welcome to be able to come and listen as literally we pick up the book and we simply skim through the pages. And we pick a page. This one was 106 and talking about business structure. And, and there we go. That's, that's how it works. Oh, and by the way, there's a, a quick PS before I finish for today. I did mention to you that if you haven't already found that £2 coin, that I'd share with you as to what's engraved around its circumference. And it simply says, standing on the shoulder of giants. Because the way for which we will succeed in our business and in life is to be able to learn from those before us of the mistakes that they've made so we can avoid them. And that's what Zero is all about. It's about being able to share our experience of being able to learn from others. 117,000 and counting others where we've learnt about their experiences as to what's good and what's bad and what works and what doesn't. And we share that with you through Zero. Sincerest of thanks for listening today. Don't forget to click on the show notes if you want to be able to learn anything more about how to be able to buy the book or to be able to come along to a Zoom or about B1G1. Look after yourself. God bless. Stay safe. And don't forget, if you haven't got a mission, you haven't got a way forward. God bless to you. See you soon. That's all for this episode. As always, we really thank you for listening and welcome your comments, thoughts, and suggestions. So please do drop us a line by emailing podcast at mytruenorth.biz. And don't forget, if you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button on whichever platform you're listening to this through. And tell your colleagues and business network all about who we are. You've been listening to the Add a Zero podcast presented by Jay Allen. Brought to you in association with My True North, the UK's leading ethical coaching company. 